Hello, everyone. This is Camille Sams with Calibro Home Loans, your Zen lender. And joining me today is none other than my partner, James Martin III with DG Financial Partners. And we are going to pick up where we left off. First, this is optimizing your financial health. Today is actually, or this session is the last of the series of a eight-part session where we have talked about starting where you want to get your financial health in order. So we started off at the very beginning with how to establish that $1,000 emergency fund. Then we talked about debt reduction and implementing the snowball effect, which was a Dave Ramsey invention, which I really like. Establishing a budget and understanding how to become disciplined to stick with it. To check your credit reports for to clear any errors. Our fifth session was about identity theft and the importance of locking your credit report to protect yourself. And then we went on to knowing what your uh, existing debt to income ratios are and how to go about calculating that. And then our last session was understanding how to balance your checking account to make sure that you're keeping track of any outstanding expenses that could come back to haunt you later. So today really is the completion of all of those previous seven sessions or steps. And we want to now evaluate where you are. Uh, you probably took a couple of months to get to this stage to be able to save up the money, to establish that budget, uh, to start to pay down your debt. May have taken more than a, than a couple of months to get to this stage. So now you've got some history on this new program that you've been working under. And it's time to step back and evaluate to determine do you need to increase your income or do you need to maybe cut back some of your expenses mm -hmm. to help balance your budget? Through evaluating your budget, you've been able to see some of that, you know, all of that discretionary spending that just flows out of our checking account, right? <laughs> like it's, it's so easy when you go to the gas station and maybe, you know, add a couple of things on to buy while you're there, some snacks. It's probably not as much as it was before because so many of us have been home. But, you know, like I know for myself, one of the things when I was going through this exercise, what I found is that every time I would pick the kids up from school, we'd stop off at 7-Eleven or, you know, like I said, at the gas station, you know, the little AMPM quick stop or something, pick up some snacks for the drive because we have a little bit of a drive from school home. Or maybe if it was on our way to the tutoring or something, you know, and that was like our moment. We get a little snack and try and keep it as healthy as possible at those spots. But the <laughs> but point it adds up. It adds yeah. up so quickly, doesn't it? <laughs> exactly. Or, you know, maybe you want to stop up, you know, go through a drive through or something. Mm -hmm. And you're right. You know, I mean, I could look back and go, wait a minute. That was easily a couple of hundred bucks, you know, yes. for the whole month. Because <laughs> yep. I'm not just going to get them something. I'm going to get myself something, too. Right. And so. One of the things that I did was I started when I would go shopping, I started grabbing some of those multi-pack chips. Mm -hmm. I'd get some extra waters or some extra juice or something, juice box or something, and started keeping it in the car. Or at mm -hmm. least, you know, if I keep it at home, okay, I pack in the morning and, and get in, in advance. And that helped cut it down because obviously, you know, if you're buying in bulk at the grocery store, it's going to be a lot cheaper than the upcharge that you're going to pay at some of these other convenience uh, stops. Absolutely. Yeah. And so these were just some of the little things that, that, you know, that I did that I noticed when I went through this exercise. How about you, James, anything that you've come up with? Yes. I, I just really hope that, uh, that the listeners took this to heart and 
if you did, I'm sure you had a very eye-opening experience in terms of where you maybe you're more on track than, than you thought you were. Maybe you're less on track or maybe you're right on track. But again, just um, taking the opportunity to optimize your financial health and have a very firm grasp of where you are, where you want to be and what you need to do to get there. So I just um, encourage you all to, again, take this to heart. We're here to help any way that we can. And it's great to participate in this with everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. The other flip side, you know, once you're looking at evaluating your expenses, often I have this conversation with potential clients where they realize that their income, no matter what they do, you know, there's because at least here in L.A., our property prices are so expensive. Mm -hmm. So after a while, you know, that old saying, you can't get blood from a turnip. Um, You know, we can squeeze and cut all that we want to, but if your income isn't sufficient, you're not going to be able to afford to buy a house or afford, you know, the lifestyle that you are interested in. Mm -hmm. So, and again, we're not talking about, you know, where you go out and you're balling and, you know, all of a sudden it's drinks on me. But it's at least to be able to have some comfort level where you're not finding yourself overextending yourself with your debt or supplementing your income with your credit card. So that defeats the purpose, you know, Mm -hmm. or you're getting personal loans. That's something else that I've seen um, Mm -hmm. where people get personal loans and it's to kind of help with some of these, you know, relieve some of that pressure from the everyday expenses. Right. What I suggest to people, and and again, I mean, take this from my own experience, everything that I'm that I've talked about throughout these sessions is something that I have gone through myself. I've mm-hmm. implemented, I've taken my own advice, and I've seen the changes and the improvements. Um, but when it comes to looking for ways to improve your income, you may have to either look at maybe getting a second job mm-hmm. or and I've seen it more now than before where people have two full-time jobs Mm -hmm. because they're working from home. And so, you know, however you balance that out, you know, however you make two eight hour days with two Mm -hmm. jobs, but, um, but you're able to balance, you know, or juggle, I should say, uh, to help increase your income. The other thing is look at ways to get additional certifications you know, not to say get into more student loan debt, because I see that often enough too. And Mm -hmm. you got to make sure if you're, you know, you're racking up another $100,000 worth of debt, Mm -hmm. uh, student loan debt, that is going to increase your earnings with whatever, you know, occupation you're in. But like, for example, me as a loan officer, just this past year, I obtained two additional certifications, Mm -hmm. which was a certified mortgage advisor and a certified divorce lending um, professional. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're not cheap. Those certifications are expensive and they have monthly maintenance costs to them as well. Mm-hmm. But the anticipation is that because I now have distinguished myself from the average loan officer, mm-hmm. I will now increase my earnings based on, you know, being qualified to take on these additional clients. Right, right. Uh, you know, per these additional certifications and extra qualifications. And so all I need is for one loan to come through based on the certification and it has paid itself for the year. You know, I only yeah. need to do one per year and actually it'll cover both of those certifications. 
So the point is look at ways that you can increase your earnings so that you are able to, to be able to afford to buy a house if that's what your plan is, or at least give some breathing room to what you found as the pressure of not being able to make ends meet. Absolutely. And this is the day of the, the gig slash side, mm-hmm. side hustle, whatever the case may be. So yeah, I, I can't agree with you more in terms of looking at ways to capped out, tapped out, topped out at, at your job. Right. Look at uh, other opportunities, be mm-hmm. it more certifications that mm-hmm. not necessarily, like I said, not necessarily going back to school in terms of an, an advanced degree, which can be very, very expensive, but just an additional certification within your existing role or something else on the side, a, a real estate license, a life insurance mm-hmm. license, uh, some some other type of license that, that can help you to, to put some extra income in your pocket. And as you alluded to, Camille, the fact that the cost that it took you to get those certifications, that's covered once you once you close one one deal or, or two deals or to that that you've been allowed to step into that you weren't able to, to do before based on those certifications. So there's right. there's several there's a there's a lot of opportunity, but most importantly, or I should say unfortunately, people do the the former that, that you were talking about in terms of financing their lifestyle with money that mm-hmm. they don't have, mm-hmm. i.e. the credit card situation. Mm-hmm. So or personal loans or something right. like that. Yeah. Exactly. And if certifications isn't something that is an option in your career or in your occupation, if trying to find out about management trainee isn't something that you're interested in, if that, you know, I understand people don't want that management responsibility. There mm-hmm. does come, you know, with some other responsibilities with that managing people and, you know, just more that comes with that job, you know, mm-hmm. the income that comes along with those additional responsibilities. I understand that. Then maybe you evaluate if this is the right career for you, if this is the right company for you, even though you've been at this company for 10, 20, 30 years, even, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's time to look at some other place that is going to pay you better mm-hmm. for, for your skills. Um, you know, often people get very comfortable in mm-hmm. those positions yep. and yep. they don't want to make change, but they yearn to be able to own a home. Mm-hmm. So there really is some soul searching that comes with this looking back and evaluating to see, okay, if buying a house is really what your goal is, mm-hmm. or increasing your wealth, or improving your life uh, financially, then what comes with that evaluation is your career and mm-hmm. where you are with work. Yep. and you know, like I said, evaluating, maybe you need to look at, there are some other companies that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and particularly if you are someone that has been at a company for many, many years, right now, a lot of places, even though, you know, we've got this whole uh, hiring issue and, mm-hmm. and unemployment, you know, that's going on right now, many companies are hiring and they're looking for transferable skills. Like for right. instance, in my, in my, you know, business, um, if you've been in sales and you have, you can kind of wrap your head around mortgages, you know, mm-hmm. it's something to, to consider. Um, yeah. like you said, insurance certifications, things like that, mm-hmm. but companies are looking at people who have years of experience in a position, in a particular, uh, position, because that means that you will know you'll be an easy transition into their company. Absolutely. Um, 
you know, it will require less training, which is less mm-hmm. upfront cost for that company. Exactly. Exactly. And people yeah. will be amazed if they do their do their research, um, how inexpensively they can get started into um, a 1099 income situation where you don't have to leave your current full time right. job and, and still are able to, to generate some some nice income, additional income. Uh, I know I'm, I'm always looking to work with quality people, like you said, come in that have the transferable skills mm-hmm. uh, that I could either, I can help directly or I could refer them to somebody else that I know, or it's, you can do the same. Mm-hmm. So there's, there are several opportunities out there, but we have to be willing to, like you said, put in the time, do the soul searching, do the research and be willing to step out of that comfort zone mm-hmm. to get to, uh, to get to that next level. Yeah. And just to come back and talk about the personal loans for a minute, I know that as I was going through my life coach, my, my self-evaluating life coaching, reading some of the books. I mean, one of my favorite is You Are a Badass and You mm-hmm. Are a Badass at Making Money, which mm-hmm. is um, Jen Sincero. Um, and she talked about that, you know, she's very, very candid about her own experience, which is mm-hmm. one of the, you know, it's a great read, both of those mm-hmm. books. But one of the things that she talked about in there is it's okay to take on debt. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this and, mm-hmm. you know, James, you can say la, 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 if you want to, oh, no, I'm but, uh, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, sometimes it is, it's okay to, to max out the credit cards and it's mm-hmm. okay to take on the personal loans when you're doing it to improve your income. Yeah, so. Absolutely. You know, that's one of the things that I did was I took out a personal loan to help pay for some of my additional marketing expenses that Mm -hmm. I would not have been able to pay for and pay for coaching, Mm -hmm. you know, so that was like $10,000 that I didn't have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But by doing so, I mean, I've catapulted my career, Um, you know, so I mean, I look back at it and it was the best decision that I could have made. So Mm -hmm. not all debt is bad debt. If you're doing it with a purpose and you have a plan, and now that I've come, you know, a year or two out of having taken on that additional debt, Mm -hmm. it's all paid off, you know? And so those personal loans, you know, it's like a five-year, I think it was a three-year term. I paid them off in like a year, year and a half. Um, Perfect example. Yeah. Same thing with Mm -hmm. the credit cards. You know, Mm -hmm. I paid those off um, right away because Mm -hmm. I didn't want that debt. But because I had paid for that coaching and paid for that marketing, Mm -hmm. I was able to then increase my income Mm -hmm. that I could come back and pay that off without a problem. So I just wanted to put that out there that, you know, I'm not saying uh, don't use your credit cards for something that's good or don't Mm -hmm. do don't take out personal loans because I definitely did it. But just make sure you're doing it with a purpose and that mm-hmm. is going to help you increase your earnings. Exactly. And, that, and it, you, you increased your value, made yourself more valuable to the marketplace. And that's, Absolutely. that's exactly what it's all about. Absolutely. Absolutely. hundred percent. So that does it for me today. Did you have any kind of last thoughts you wanted to add? Uh, pretty much, again, all, all that we covered, just can't emphasize enough the couple of things is again having that plan in place taking advantage of all the of the information that we've covered over over the the weeks and then again being willing to step out of your comfort zone as, as Camille mentioned read, read some books uh, one, one of my favorites is an age-old favorite think and grow rich or think and grow yes. rich or black choice mm-hmm. start, start with those and and, and move mm-hmm. from there 
But there's mm-hmm. there's definitely more opportunity if you're looking to increase your income, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not satisfied with uh, the situation, then there's definitely uh, multiple ways to to improve that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then just lastly, you know, we are seeing with the pandemic where people who have lost their jobs or who are still working are starting to supplement their income. They're turning their hobby into a business. Yes. You know, I have somebody that I just talked to recently that was doing candle making and mm-hmm. she recently, you know, had been doing it, giving it to friends and family and and finally had the courage to go ahead and step out and turn it into a business. Um, I've heard of other people who had, you know, a gym and decided to uh, or was doing fitness classes and mm-hmm. decided to expand and offer some other uh, classes that she had been doing. Um, I think it was like, you know, power yoga or something mm-hmm. like that, or, you mm-hmm. know, some strength building classes. So the point is, is that now that we're all at home, mm-hmm. um, you know, I will by no means say we've got nothing but times on our hands. But right. because I will say that I know that I feel like I've got less time than I did before. <laughs> right. But you're at home. You still, you know, I understand, you know, we all want to, uh, you know, turn on the TV and catch up on our favorite shows. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, if increasing your earnings is something that you have in your desire, think about what your hobbies are. Think about mm-hmm. how you could turn those into um, something that could turn into some additional money. And if it's your hobby, you love it already. Mm-hmm. So why not turn it into something that's going to be making money for you? Absolutely. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks again for everybody for joining us today. And I hope that you really uh, enjoyed what we had to say. Like we said, this this wraps up at least the working on building your foundation for optimizing your financial health. We haven't ended. We're not done. Our next sessions will start to go into what to do now that you've got some extra money, now that you've, you've completed the first uh, eight steps and what comes from there. And then we'll just be ongoing with other sessions about digging in a little bit deeper about improving your credit, talking about life insurance options and, you know, just other ways if you're self-employed, other ways that you can help build your wealth. So we look forward to meeting you or seeing you all again next time. And we hope you have a wonderful day. Enjoy.